is your friend Michael Thompson and the Brennan Day podcast. So, a thousand years ago, it was, you know, uh, I don't know what it was. It was just a thousand years ago. <laughs> crazy, crazy different world. But there was a Jewish man, and uh, he was living in Germany, and he had uh, access to an old Aramaic poem, and he kind of refashioned it and, and wrote a, a poem. And uh, that was kind of his thing. And now fast forward a thousand years to the 1940s in an insane asylum. A patient had died, and as they were cleaning out the room, they found writing on the wall in pencil. And it was based off of this ancient poem. And this is what that patient had written on the wall. Could we with ink the oceans fill, and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above, it would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. The love of God has reached all around the world, even into a sane asylums when people have even lost their minds. The Bible says in Romans 8, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ. Great. We know this, but can we just focus? Let's refocus a second. The greatest of these, it says in 1 Corinthians, is love. The Bible tells us that God is love. So we know that God loves us. But do we also see that he loves all people, all the people around us, and he calls us to love them? I love my wife. I, I tell her often that I love her so much, and I'm, I'm purposely and intentionally working to love her more. I'm just straining to like her more, love her more, and just be crazier and crazy. I tell my kids that. I just, whatever I can do to love my wife more, I'm all over it. And it happens. And I feel the same way. Obviously, God gives us a love for him and, and a love for people. You know, the Bible says that the love of Christ compels us. So it's wonderful to just strain and stretch and, and to look deeply at people. People everywhere we go, even in COVID, we still are in a world where there's people all around us. And we have neighbors and maybe you go on walks and um, you see people out in the world and Oh, we just need to, like, in our hearts. And sometimes Christians, we may feel like, wow, we need to, like, reach people. I'm certainly like, we need to reach people. We need them to be saved. And and, and you see videos and you see stories. And maybe you've been part of the story where you kind of, ah, I'm going to tell this person the gospel and I'm going to force feed them no matter whether they like it or not. They're getting it. But we forget that love is like the rails on which every gospel demonstration must ride. And so may God give us deep love. I mean, the number one thing that everyone around us should sense is love. And whether it's overt or subtle, it's always there. And so my tip of the day is to not just celebrate the love of God, but to actually spread it. Sometimes we get paranoid. We feel like we must tell someone the gospel right now and 
But it isn't always that clear, but it is always clear that we're to love people. You see how Jesus interacted with people. He told them stories, and and he had different words and different ways for different people. But love and authority somehow followed Jesus everywhere he went. And I want to give you specific practical ways, um, certainly asking God to give you compassion, but but beyond that, what are ways that you can just think about your own neighbors or maybe coworkers or family members, people? There's some very specific intentional things that you can do now in loving people. One of my favorite is encouraging words. You can't over-encourage people. The world is so void of it. I saw a video on YouTube one time, and, and it's just people that go up to strangers and say something like, did you know that you're a beautiful person? And that's it. And and people people start crying. I mean, it's amazing the reaction to people going up to total strangers and just giving them encouraging words. What are, what are ways that I, I love to encourage and love people? You know, you see someone at a grocery store or at, let's say that you're, uh, you know, for me at Menards, they say, well, have a nice day. And I say, well, have a nice shift. And then, what, what, what do you mean? Have a, well, when you're done, you know, how, how your day's going, where I hope that people are nice to you. And I, I like to get involved right away and say, well, you seem like you're doing a great job. And and if someone does do a good job sometimes, like if I'm at a restaurant, it, it freaks out the waiter. And I'll say, is there any way I could talk to your manager? And the manager comes over and I say, hey, manager, I just wanted you to know that this server has done a great job. One time we were at Portillo's and I did this. And I told the manager uh, about our server, and I said, this is the best server I've ever had in my entire lifetime. And in fact, I stood up, this is a true story, I stood up in the restaurant and I said, everybody, I want you to know that this this waitress today has served us better and has been my favorite, the best server that I've ever had in my entire life. Well, the server was so encouraged. She did start to cry. She also came out and gave free cake to everybody. True story. Just because of love, genuine love. And I didn't do it because, oh, I want to convert someone to Christ. I did it because there's an overflow of love. We just need to love people. What about our neighbors? You know, every Christmas, every neighbor should get a gift. And it doesn't have to be like a a little plaque that says, for God so loved the world and you need Jesus. That's great if you feel led to that. But but maybe it's just cookies and something says, I care about you and I know it was a hard year or I'm sorry that you got brain cancer. I I don't know. Things happen in people's lives around us. We want to love them. Writing letters to people. I've shared this before, but our kids every day, they write a letter. They've written letters to the presidents of schools, the the mayor. Our mayor has written us back. Thank you for the letter. They wrote a letter to the chief of police. The chief of police wrote back. Even top leaders in society, when they receive love and encouragement, it means so much. Then there's other people that they just need a friend to just literally give them time. Is there someone in your life that you could just give time and and listen? Oh, to listen. My wife is so good at this. She asks questions. Next thing you know, people are pouring out their heart. Ask them questions. Show respect. Doesn't matter what they believe. They could believe the craziest things, whether it's politically or about religion or about family, about the world. But just to let them let them share and what their interests are. Everyone has hot buttons. Even the most quiet people, 
If you probe long enough, you will find, and the Bible says that in a man's heart, there's deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. And so we need to have a way of drawing out people and listening and listening to people, letting them talk is such a beautiful way to love people. And then to share your story vulnerably, you know, not not just to control the conversation, but just, and then when it's your turn, just to tell them honestly where you're at and what your story is and, and be someone that they can trust, someone that they can that they can really believe cares about them. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable. And you know, some people say, well, I don't want to be too, you know, vulnerable. I don't want to tell them too many. Hey, Jesus, Jesus was vulnerable. If you're going to love people, you got to open your arms. You open your arms, you're vulnerable. It's okay to share your fears and your hopes and your dreams. And, and that builds relationship. And it's a very practical way to love people. So that's our action for the week. How can you show this love of God to someone this week? And and how can we ask God to give us more and more of a, a love and compassion for everyone that we ever see, just constantly everywhere we go? God will open opportunities. It's not always easy to articulate, you know, the four points of the gospel presentation in the moment, but everyone that we meet should encounter the love of Christ when they encounter us. So, God, I pray, we pray that you'd help us to be overflowing with deep love and compassion for all people, wherever we go, family members, friends, our neighbors, people in the marketplace, wherever we go, oh, Lord, help us to demonstrate and show this great love. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, before you go, I have a prize for you. This is a special recording recorded all across the world. There's there's a choir that recorded in Egypt. There's another mass congregation that re- helped record in West Africa. And then there's other young adults that are playing and singing from the United States. And all over the world, the message is the same. COVID has brought uh, many hard things, but it's also taught us in a very practical way that there really is just one human race and all across the world, God does love people. Be blessed and encouraged with this song as you go. We'll see you next time. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to Bow down with care God gave His Son To win His erring child He reconciled And pardoned from His sin
church and in Christ Jesus.